Welcome to a new weekly podcast series called USERF Spotlight, hosted by the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom, an independent federal advisory body. During each episode, Director of Outreach and Policy, Dwight Bashir, features a special guest to dive deeper on various topics and breaking developments that impact the universal right to freedom of religion or belief around the globe. Welcome to USERV Spotlight. I'm Dwight Bashir. Today we're going to discuss the targeted destruction of religious communities, cemeteries in several countries around the world by both non-state actors and state-sponsored entities. Cemeteries are sacred sites that are of great spiritual, cultural, and historical significance to many religious and ethnic groups. These holy sites are governed by religious laws and customs that dictate the location of and the appearance of and the activities and behaviors allowed on the burial grounds. Despite aims to protect these sites, cemeteries around the world catering to a variety of religious groups are targets for defilement, which includes vandalism such as spray paint, theft, or smashed headstones. In other cases, whole graveyards have been exhumed or raised in pre-planned operations. Destruction of cemeteries is not a new phenomenon, of course. The Nazis and later the Soviet Union either destroyed Jewish cemeteries or allowed them to fall into disrepair and then used headstones in construction projects. Later, the Yugoslav Wars in the 90s featured systematic destruction of religious and cultural sites by various Serb, Croat, and Yugoslav militias and armies. Last month, we published a new report on this topic that outlines international human rights law that defines the obligations of countries to protect these sites. There are also several examples of such destruction over the past few years alone. To answer some of these questions on this uh, today, we're very fortunate to have with us USERF Vice Chair Nuri Turkel. Welcome, Vice Chair Turkel. Thank you, Dwight. Uh, thank you for inviting me to be a part of this conversation. It is an important topic, and I'm glad that um, we're paying closer attention to this uh, issue. Uh, cemeteries, like places of worship and other holy sites, are an essential element of the manifestation of the right to freedom of religion or belief. Article 18 of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights enshrines the right to manifest religion or belief in, in a community with others. Religious communities uh, typically have religious rights and practices for the disposal of the deceased in their own cemeteries that are protected under Article 18. United Nations Convention for the Protection of Cultural Property in the Event of Armed Conflict also affords uh, cemeteries and other places of religious and cultural significance protected uh, status during the armed conflict. Through this convention, an international attack on a cemetery or other places of religious significance may be considered a war crime. The International Religious Freedom Act, uh, commonly known as IRFA, uh, specifically notes that desecration of cemeteries is a violation of freedom of religion or belief. Although the states may need to uh, demolish cemeteries for non-discriminatory purposes, states must ensure that the protection uh, of religion and cultural heritage when it's possible, including during conflict. Cemeteries should also never be targeted for demolition because of their religious significance. IRFA specifically states that such attacks 
constitutes an assault on the fundamental right to freedom of religion, especially egregious when sponsored or tolerated by the local and national governments in the countries in which such offenses occur. It is also important to note that individual countries have their own laws against desecration of cemeteries, uh, including most of the countries mentioned in our fact sheet. Thank you so much. And thanks for uh, laying out those that context there based on international law. As we know, despite these uh, robust protections uh, for cemeteries and religious sites, uh, malicious actors continue to cause significant damage, as I alluded to earlier. Can you give our audience some examples of uh, some of the incidents uh, listed in our new report? The report highlights examples of desecration of cemeteries uh, in Algeria, Azerbaijan, Egypt, Pakistan, South Africa, and Turkey. And non-state actors are primarily culprits in Algeria, Egypt, Pakistan, South Africa, and Turkey. Sometimes the governments fail to adequately prosecute non-state actors responsible for these crimes, contributing to a sense that attacks targeting religious minority may be committed with impunity. And this is pretty common in, in the countries that we reported. More than 30 Christian graves fall victim to vandalism in Algeria in 2018, including one incident which authorities stated was perpetrated by Islamist uh, extremists, which is a common excuse uh, in the circumstances like this. In Egypt, a video widely circulated on Facebook showed a group of exhuming the body of a Coptic boy who had recently died. According to local reports, neighbors had objected to the boy's burial in a predominantly Muslim cemetery, despite the lack of a specifically Christian cemetery in the vicinity. And a group of them took it upon themselves to dig up this, uh, his grave. Uh, in Turkey in 2020, gravestones in a Christian cemetery in Ankara and Catholic cemetery in Trabzon were also da damaged and destroyed. In Turkey in 2020, gravestones in a Christ Christian cemetery in Ankara and a Catholic cemetery in Trabzon were also damaged or destroyed. In October 2019, vandals desecrated graves in the Mowbray Muslim Cemetery in Cape Town, South Africa. Perpetrators removed 80 headstones and rearranged them. Some reports claim they were rearranged into the shape of a cross. In Algeria in 2019, knocked over the headstone of a Muslim minority and human rights advocate who died in custody for crimes related to publicly criticizing the Algerian government's treatment of religious and ethnic minorities. And in, in Pakistan, 164 Ahmadiyya Muslim gravestones were desecrated in 2020, and at least 48 documented uh, so far in 2021. Relatives of the deceased reported to USERF that they found the gravestones of their family members desecrated or replaced by tombstones of a non-Ahmadi. As we noted earlier, state-sponsored entities are also to blame for desecration and destruction of cemeteries. Both Armenian and Azerbaijani forces are accused of vandalization and destruction of cemeteries and tombstones in Nagorno-Karabakh and other territories under dispute. In Turkey, a Chamber of Architects Ankara branch raised alarm about construction plans 
for a state-owned bank in a historical downtown quarter of Ankara, asserting the project would be carried out on top of an Armenian and Catholic cemetery. According to the media reports, excavations by the official Turkish Housing Development Administration of an unearthed human bones that the same month, and, and yet the construction has not been stopped. Similarly, local authorities reportedly completed construction in 2019 of a recreational park and wedding hall on the top of Assyrian and Armenian graves. These are uh, troubling trends that we have been uh, identified and reported. Indeed, uh, troubling trends. Yeah, the report also includes a section dedicated uh, solely to the destruction of Jewish cemeteries. Uh, can you explain to our audience why we put such a focus on this issue and what sort uh, of offenses uh, are committed against Jewish cemeteries in particular? The destruction of the cemeteries and religious sites are still ongoing and happening uh, today because uh, the international community apparently has not really learned the lesson. The destruction and desecration of Jewish cemeteries deserve its own section due to the sheer volume of the cases involved. Uh, this is significantly important uh, for various reasons, including historical. Jewish cemeteries are frequent targets for vandalism and desecration on multiple continents around the world. Jewish cemeteries are frequent target of vandalism and the desecration on multiple continents around the world. Perpetrators often spray paint cemetery property with anti-Jewish rhetoric or imagery, including Nazi slogans, swastikas, slurs, or threats against Jewish communities, smash or topple headstones, or loot property, such as cemetery gate uh, in Turkey. We are aware of numerous incidents involving Jewish cemeteries over the past few years in Eritrea, South Africa, Argentina, Northern Ireland, Romania, Ukraine, Germany, and to just to name a few. There was a spot of an attack in 2020 on cemeteries in Poland in September and Greece in the fall and winter. In one particular grotesque incident, a children's dolls covered in a fake blood and accompanied by flyers promoting anti-Semitic blood label were also left on a cemetery in Denmark during the Passover holiday. Likewise, the issue has gotten so dire in France that a group of 20 non-Jewish volunteers known as Guardians of Memory patrol through 70 Jewish cemeteries in the rural areas of Eastern France where a few Jews live today. The guardians scrub graves, deface with spray paint, and patrol cemeteries nearby where they live. And this is an admirable effort. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's really unfortunate, the sheer numbers that we're seeing uh, based, on, based on the reports. You know, as some of our listeners may know, uh, you are the first Uyghur American appointed to the uh, U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. And you have devoted much of your time and energy to promoting the rights of uh, Uyghurs in China. And in recent years, the Chinese government has been destroying Uyghur religious sites, including mosques and cemeteries. Could you tell us more about that and why the Chinese government carries out such egregious and large scale destruction of, uh, and desecration of Uyghur religious sites? What's their ultimate motivation here? 
The destruction of Uyghur religious sites and cemeteries is in a, an internal part of uh, Chinese government's systematic, ongoing, egregious genocidal policies against the Uyghurs and other uh, Turkic Muslims in the region. And this has been ongoing uh, as far as I can remember. Through the sinicization campaign, the Chinese government attempts to erode and erase the Uyghur people's distinct ethno-religious and cultural identity and forcibly assimilate them. And those non-compliant uh, to those forced assimilation policies as reported and as we have reported, uh, been sent to the camps. Official documents, analysis of satellite imagery and international reports uh, confirm that the Chinese authorities have carried out large-scale destruction and desecration of Uyghur religious sites, including mosques, cemeteries, and at least, uh, at least at the level unseen since the Cultural Revolution. At least 100 cemeteries have been destroyed since 2018. The Uyghur Human Rights uh, Project uh, published a report on this specific topic. And these include Uyghur cemeteries and sh shrines with historical, religious, and cultural significance, such as the uh, Sultanum Cemetery, which has a history of uh, over a thousand years and millions of bodies buried, buried there. Destroyed cemeteries have been transformed into parks, disturbingly uh, parking lots, theme parks, uh, while the others have become empty lots. AFP reporters saw human remains left at several sites. Some of the destroyed religious sites and shrines were recognized as a cultural heritage sites that should have received special protection. Experts have noted that such a large scale destruction of important Uyghur religious and cultural sites hampered the preservation and transmission of Uyghur culture and heritage. One Xinjiang official even explicitly stated that the aim of the Chinese government's policies is to break their lineage, break their roots, break their connections, and break their origin. And these uh, riveting statements shows the Chinese government's true intention, which is not simple assimilation or integrating the Uyghur people into their uh, society. You know, obviously, this is, uh, you know, heartbreaking when you hear the, the actual incidents and you see the policy explicit uh, as the Chinese government has and, and, and their genocidal intent. You know, so I, I, I guess this final question I wanted to pose to uh, Vice Chair Turkel is as a Uyghur American, how has the Chinese government's policy, very explicit policy of destroying cemeteries and Uyghur religious sites impacted you personally since uh, you've been out of the country for so long? Thank you very much. That's, uh, it's very difficult for me to uh, even um, discuss uh, the issues such as this because it's so personal to me. The city where I was born and raised is, is considered as a Uyghur heartland um, for cultural religious aspects of the Uyghur life. Uh, as I grow up, um, I've seen Uyghur people paying uh, respect uh, to their loved ones, uh, past loved ones, going to the uh, uh, cemeteries and going to the places of worship to pray. And now that kind of uh, uh, normal social uh, activities that is supposed to be protected under the Chinese constitution and autonomy law uh, subjected those individuals just simply following those traditions into uh, a collective punishment situation that um, 
USERF and other uh, organizations and entities have been reporting. Um, so simply put, uh, the Uyghur people uh, all their lives uh, subject to religious and uh, religious persecution, human rights abuses, uh, simply because of what they believe and what language do they speak and, and, and their physical appearance. And even disturbingly, once uh, an Uyghur individual die, the authorities don't even leave him or her alone. Uh, it is truly heartbreaking and heart-wrenching situation. So this make uh, this forces Uyghurs to believe, uh, especially today, that they are uh, have no value in this world or life after, in the eyes of the Chinese authorities. Well, unfortunately, we have to leave it right here. But I I, I want to thank uh, Vice Chair Nuri Turkel for for joining us today and highlighting. Uh, some of the key findings of our recent uh, report on uh, cemeteries and religious sites, the destruction of them, uh, but also some of his personal views and thoughts on uh, the desecration of Uyghur sites and what that means to him. Uh, you can find our new report on destruction of cemeteries on our website at www.uscirf.gov and other uh, findings and recommendations on the situation of uh, Uyghurs in China uh, on our website. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on USERF Spotlight. To learn more about USERF and about global religious freedom concerns, visit usurf.gov. That's U-S-C-I-R-F gov. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at U-S-C-I-R-F. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another USERF Spotlight.